I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Tuesday, January 3rd. Four people were injured, including two seriously, when they were ejected in a wild crash that sent a car flying into the air and onto the expressway in Quincy early yesterday morning. Emergency crews responded to a report of a crash on the southbound side of the highway and found a wrecked vehicle that had caught fire in the area of Furnacebrook Parkway. Two people were taken to South Shore Hospital, where one person was listed in stable condition. The other was treated and released. The other two crash victims were taken to Boston Medical Center with serious injuries. Their names have not been released. A preliminary investigation revealed the vehicle traveled down Rashuti Drive, struck a curb, went airborne, and rolled several times before coming to rest on the side of the highway. Investigators say speed appears to be a factor in the crash, which is still under investigation. Fire crews were on the water last Friday night after a boat at Quincy's Marina Bay caught fire, shooting flames high into the air. Quincy firefighters responded to the scene just before 7.30 last Friday night, were able to eventually extinguish the blaze. It is not yet known whether anyone was hurt in the fire. Now today, sales of new plots at the Pine Hill Cemetery in West Quincy are underway. The city begins selling those plots today on a pre-need basis as the city prepares to add over 13,600 new grave sites and cremation niches when it develops seven acres of the cemetery over the next year. Mayor Thomas Koch says it's the first time in 25 years that residents can purchase plots on a pre-need basis at a city-owned cemetery. Residents may buy up to eight plots, and organizations or institutions may not purchase plots. Plots may be purchased through the city's website or in person at Mount Wollaston Cemetery's office on C Street, A two-person burial plot will sell for just over $2,500, and a two-person cremation niche is $2,000. Early voting for the special preliminary election to fill the Ward 4 City Council seat in Quincy will begin this Saturday. Voters may cast ballots Saturday at City Hall, then again all next week at City Hall. City Clerk Nicole Crispo says absentee voting is already available. Ward 4 voters may also request a mail-in ballot, but they will not be sent out automatically. And in-person voting will take place January 17th from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Four candidates will be narrowed down to two after the preliminary election and will face each other in the final election on February 7th. The winner will serve out the remainder of the term and can then run for the full two-year term in next fall's city election. A portion of the historic Four River Clubhouse in Quincy Point is open again. During a recent presentation to the City Council, Commissioner of Public Buildings Paul Hines reported that progress is being made on the restoration of the clubhouse on Nevada Road. City Council President Noel DeBona says people in the community have been waiting patiently to get back inside. DeBona says there is still much work left to be done on the over 100-year-old building before it can be fully reopened. Now, the Baker-Polito administration announcing that dozens of law enforcement, criminal justice, and victim service organizations have been awarded grants 
through the Violence Against Women Act grant program. Dove Domestic Violence Ended here in Quincy will receive over $65,000. The federal funds will help Massachusetts agencies in efforts to prevent, reduce, and improve responses to acts of gender-based sexual and domestic violence, stalking, and human trafficking. The 44 grant recipients were selected through a competitive application process administered by the Office of Grants and Research, a state agency that's part of the Executive Office of Public Safety and Security. Each organization funded in FY23 will be eligible for additional funding during the three following years. Massachusetts lawmakers will see their pay jump in the new year, as will statewide office holders, including the incoming governor. Minimum wage workers will also see a modest increase. Lawmaker pay hinges on changes to the state's median household income. The median household income in Massachusetts rose by about 4.4% over the past two years. That increase brings the base pay for lawmakers to more than $73,600, an increase of about $3,100. Lawmakers in leadership positions or who chair committees receive stipends that bump up their pay further. Pay for statewide officials is also rising. The governor's base pay will jump to more than $222,000, about $37,000 more than what Governor Baker is currently paid. An aide to the incoming Democratic Governor Mara Healey said both she and incoming Democratic Lieutenant Governor Kim Driscoll will accept the salary that's been established by statute. Governor also receives a $65,000 housing allowance. By law, the governor is barred from receiving earned income from any other source, but may receive unearned or passive income. Healy will be sworn in as governor on Thursday. Politicians aren't the only ones who will see a pay increase this year. As of January 1st, the state's minimum wage ticked up from $14.25 to $15 an hour, making it one of the highest minimum wages in the country. More people moved out of Massachusetts than into the state in 2022, according to a new study. United Van Lines annual National Movers study based its destination ranking off the percentage of inbound and outbound state movers who utilized their services in the past year. The Bay State checked in at 7th on the list of most moved from states, with 57% of moves in Massachusetts last year involving people leaving the state. Data indicated that people 55 to 64 and 65 or older left Massachusetts at the highest rates, while people between 18 and 34 moved into the state at the highest clip. Some of the primary reasons people considered before leaving the state include family situations, job opportunities, and retirement. A check of business news this morning. Stocks are higher. The Dow is up 335 points. The Nasdaq rose 137. The S&P added 42 Asian stocks were mixed. The dollar and the euro fell, oil at $80 a barrel. Sports, the Bruins beat Pittsburgh 2-1 in the Winter Classic at Fenway Park. And the Celtics are in Oklahoma tonight at 8 o'clock. 
The National Weather Service forecast for today, some afternoon showers at a high of 49, maybe a lingering shower tonight, low 32. For Wednesday, off and on showers, but mild highs Wednesday in the mid to upper 50s. Maybe a little bit of a wintry mix Thursday, the high of 44, and some snow showers a possible Friday, high 41. For the boater, waves about a foot, a light easterly winds, high tide at 8.36 a.m. Sunrise at 7.12, set at 4.23. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Tuesday, January 3rd.